Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Here we go, Al. Are we live? Live. Right now. Depends on when you're watching. Listening. Oh. If you're listening, probably not live, but technically it's live right now. It's live for me. There you go. Reference point. Okay. Kick us off, sir. Sir Lance. I want to kick us off with the power of internet marketing, sir. (gasps) Some tips, some tricks from the professionals. Let's see. While you're about to start, everyone think, what are are you doing for your internet marketing Uh, person that's listening? What, do you have a strategy? Do you have a scope? Do you have an idea, an area? Because Lance is going to tell you all the secrets right now. Yeah, not, not, not everyone, but, uh, but, but a success, a, something that keeps reoccurring for us that has worked 100%. And if you can, if, if you're a small firm uh, or a small business owner, it doesn't matter if you're an architect or whatever and you're listening to this podcast, if you can figure out how to, how to pull together 500 to $1,000 and hire a professional photographer or videographer and have them put together some videos for you that are an introductory to introduction to you, to who you are, what you do, how you do it. I, I they've, they've been paying dividends. So we did this, I think was it last summer about the same time. Yeah. So we, go ahead. If you want to see examples, go to F9 productions.com and go, t- go to, go to actually uh, F9 productions forward slash.com forward slash go inside F9. Yeah. So the go, go to the homepage of F9. Yeah, going, going out. There's a tab, doesn't it? Isn't the tab say "Go Inside F9"? Yeah. So if you just go to f9productions.com, look on the left hand side there. It says "Go Inside F9." There you go. Yeah. So if you click on that, and I'm dead serious about this, I think just more or less rip us off. Like, look at there you go. Exactly. (laughs) Look at what right. Just do one better for us. Well, here's the thing: is like that's why we're okay with sharing stuff like this on this podcast, is because. You're not us and we're not you, right? So everybody's everybody and there's plenty of work to go around. I think this is this is one of the things that the Entree Architect community tries to get across all the time is that there's plenty well, even uh, Evan Talk Troxa was saying it the other day at yeah. lunch. Ar- um, Arky speak. Arky speak is that there's plenty of work to go around, so it's it's high time that we all stop being protectionists about it. So we're we're stopping and doing that. Um, and, and giving you, giving you an inside look here. So, so we have six videos that, that we put together that our, that our videographer put together and what they go through is they go through, they give us an introduction. Who is F9? Who did they, where did, how did they start? A lot of people really want to hear that story. Like for Alex and I, it's kind of our garage story. So they, they are intrigued that, oh my God, these guys are like hardworking, hardworking young guys that started from like scratch from in the nothing, recession, in the recession. So they, they like are down to earth, you know, they're not all these high and mighty, like imagine versus versus, but the opposite, maybe somebody else wants to see the opposite. Maybe somebody actually wants somebody straight that's like from Harvard. Yep. From my silver spoon, I'm yep. make being a caricature, yep. of course, to some whatever, you know, I do piano. I only do violin. I do I, one I, house a year, and that's it. Based off of violin patterns. Based off of violin patterns, exactly. You're a very high flute and a type of architect or designer or whatever. Yeah. But either way, it doesn't matter where you're at in that spectrum of things. From garage garage architect to to you know ivory tower one, dude. People, people, you're you're gonna find somebody 
that aligns with you. They're gonna, and they're looking for somebody who aligns with them. Because at the end of the day, these are all little marriages, little, I, little relationships. I want to make a new firm. Quit this firm. This firm is garbage. He's been talking about it. And make a firm called Garage Architects. <laughs> Architects. It's pretty good, huh? I just yeah. came up with that. And then just get a new garage door that has a top band of glass. So that when they're coming and you have a camera, you can see them pull up and they're confused and you open it up. Oh, and then, oh my God. And, and you have your wooden desk like this, right? You have a sick-ass computer on it and then you have like work tools right there. And you're like, oh, I'm just in the middle of just making a, some... Just a garage architect. <laughs> There's actually another architect down in Denver. He's called Joe Architect. I, I like that and too. And I have always loved... He has a huge billboard on like the side of REI. Yeah. It looks... It's so awesome because it's just black. So again, that's even even that's a good point. Like, see, somebody's attracted to that and they want to go for that. So you got to have an intro. You got to have a lead into who you are when you put together these videos. And I'm telling you, it is paid dividends. And I'll tell you how it even worked out this week. What were you going to say? Um, I even like our electrician that we use. An electrician. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's my favorite. So, yeah. like, so like, we'll call him for our smaller jobs or like just f- to come to our houses. His his name is, I'm not joking, an electrician. It's just yeah. like very simple. Yeah, an architect. Yeah, and I knew I knew because he put his name out there like that. I was like, oh, this guy's probably this guy's like somebody I want to hang out with. Like, he's like, exactly. You know, he's Don't you want to hang out with a garage architect? You want to hang out with garage architects? Oh man. Then <laughs> <laughs> you single what sole proprietor? So Eric Reinholds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has 30 by 40 workshop. He, he does videos all the time. And uh, he just interviewed just a regular in his town or in his state, just a regular guy that's working out of his, you know, uh, it's like he's working out of his closet. And, <laughs> but what's great about that is like, yes, that's what people do. This is normal. It's okay. It is normal. Yeah. I was trying to convince my wife this week in our beautiful house. So... <laughs> She's thinking about making a career move, right? Not not out of real estate. Just it is what it is. You know, take that for what it's worth. And then she was like, "Well, can I just use your office for a little bit?" And I was like, "Yeah, you you could, babe, but we have we have meetings there, and you know, it might be difficult." I was like, "Why we have you, six guys here?" We have not, not only that, but I'm like, "Why don't you why don't you go into the award winning house that you live in, the office that we literally designed for us? That's that has like a custom table and everything in it, and these beautiful windows." It's like, oh, well, well, I guess so. No, she doesn't work there? Well, so if she makes this this move, then she's going to need sort of her own office instead of, you know, a different one or whatever. And I was like, just just don't worry. People expect it. People expect you. What, are they not going to be impressed when they walk up to your glass house? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a name for her. Manicured manicured yard? Yeah. Anyway. Okay, back to the intro. So get an intro video together. And tell your story, and maybe you script it. I, you know, I, I would that would be my advice. I think going into it is maybe storyboarded a little bit, right? So you're already, you're already an architect, you're already a designer. And this is great because we didn't do that. We didn't do that exactly. <laughs> no, this is hindsight, and this is why we're bringing you inside our brains, right? Yeah. So we didn't do that. It still came out okay, and I think it well, it came out great actually, but it maybe could have been better. But I think what helped Alex and I is we're always talking. We're always doing this stuff anyway, right? Well, here, we've already told our story a million times together. Yeah. Don't feel nervous about doing this because Lance and I went in maybe too cocky. We just had them come. Yes. And and we just... Because I would say H- it was too cocky. Honest, just being on HGTV and then we're always talking in public. We talk in school all the time. So just zero preparation. Like, you know, there's 100 people in our class. And we were like, holy cow, this is hard. We kept messing up. And then what we said is, take all those bloopers and put it at the end of the video. Yeah. I honestly think 
that's that's my favorite part, and I hope it's other people's part. Is that in the credits are the bloopers of us just messing up? And is that at the end of the intro? First one. It is perfect, perfect. Yeah, because the biggest thing we wanted to get across to them was uh, was who we who we feel we are, which we feel like we're down to earth guys who work hard and do and and follow like principled rules for for life and business. Yeah, and then make it happen. But at the end of the day, we are fun, and you want like you want to work with us. So then we want to we want to attract people like that who who do the same stuff. Like you have your stuff crap together, plus your plus your funny, and you, you know you you, you want to yep. hang out. You know what I almost want to do? You'll probably talk me out of it. But I like that so much because I think it shows our real personality. You know when there's an intro to a, mu- uh, a movie and it's like a, a camera rolling over the hills or, you know, just little scenes and it says, you know, produced by, funded by, you know, like all those things. And it's like four minutes long. I think we could have that. We can move that to the front and say F9 Productions, a little blooper cl- clip based in Colorado, a little blooper clip, you know. Brought to you by, mom, you know, par- you know, parents. Thanks to Daniel Lupskin and you know all that, <laughs> and then go out and be like, "This is crazy. This is hilarious. This is awesome." That's his idea. Yeah, when he starts Garage Architects, that's what it's going to be. Garage Architects, you heard it. Yeah. If, if you like that idea, uh, email us. No, no, no. Oh. Let us know. Uh, Akg at f nine productions dot com. just just send yes. Or no, to me, akg at f9productions.com if you think that that's a great idea. Because then then we'll know. Did you mean Garage Architect? Did I mean Garage? I'm, I'm looking it up to see if there is one. There isn't one. Let's buy it. Oh, we got to buy that domain. Okay. Uh, all right. So then the second thing is, <clears throat> after, we did our, after we did our intro, then here's what I would recommend too, because it seems to be working, is that then then talk about maybe like your four or five favorite projects that you've done success stories uh i think you need to have like categories. a categories yeah yeah categories a variety a variety of categories right yeah so like it could be a specific project like lance is talking about or it could be houses or it could be multifamily or it could be commercial you know yep so we did uh, a skyscraper project that was in college actually but it's but everyone why, loves it everybody loves it we love it and I think the thing that it helped us show is that we're we're young, energetic, creative, creative people, right? And we'll we'll think outside of the box, and people appreciate that, right? They already expect it from architects anyway. But for you to be on camera saying it's a whole different thing. Then we talked about our tiny house, the first one we build built. Then we talked about a custom house, and then we talked then we talked about um, uh, the duplex project that Alex and I teamed up on to kind of show our team team services. And then then we ended everything with we said, here's how we, if you hire us, if you work with us. Here's here's how our process works, and kind of gave everybody an inside look. Why I'm telling you this is I got a, uh, I got a phone. I had a phone call today that was scheduled with a potential client, um, which I'll lead into Thumbtack here in a little bit because Thumbtack has kind of vastly changed how they're doing things in a, in a good way. Uh, I, I, mean, I haven't even told you about this. Oh, good. So now all of a sudden with Thumbtack, what you get is you get appointments for them to, for you to call them. All right. So the way it works out. Is now now I hear and I'll give you an example. So I got a you get an email and then you also you know you can log in the thumbtack or whatever and you, it, a little pop up comes up and it says phone call request and then it gives you a date and a time and a number and then you can either accept the time that they suggest or you can or you can suggest a time that works for you better and they can go back and forth right. Um, so we had the phone call. <clears throat> what was awesome about it was I said uh, he talked me through what he wanted to do. Basically wanted to do a pop top on a house in Denver. 
kind of describe the spaces and I go, oh, we, you know, we've, we do so many of these. I just know what it's going to take to get it done. And I said, so we can, I can either provide you with a, with a proposal on Monday since it's a Friday or we could, I could come down there and then we could have another meet and greet. And after that, but I charge a fee for a meeting like that. And then we, and then we could do, um, and then we could do a proposal after that. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. I've already seen all of your videos online. I know you guys are the ones you guys are you guys are the architects I want to hire. Marriage. So that kind of there's the big full circle here of we already convinced them. And what everybody should understand is that we're up in Longmont. We are 29 miles away from Denver. Yep. From the heart of Denver. And actually where this guy is, he's probably like 40 miles away cuz he's in South Denver. We're Oh yeah. We are capturing we and convincing people without meeting them. From this town way up here, being long monsters, all, being long monsters, all the way down in Denver. So you you can make it work too. I think this could even work for you if you're a rural architect. Say you're Ooh. a rural architect and you're trying to cast a wider net. Yep. Yeah. I think that's great for that. I think that's great for that. I think that's great for people who live outside of the big cities, just as they don't want to drive all the time to meet all of them. So that's great stuff. Yeah, and you're not gonna like watch your watch our videos and see what you think if we're giving away too much or anything as far as our process or anything. But to be honest with you, I don't I don't think so because it's like who's different? Whose process is really that much different from everybody? Yeah, we all have like these little nuances. Like some people build physical models still, right? Yeah. Some people insist on using like uh, drawing, sketching, and stuff like that. And some people like us insist on being completely digital the whole time. So sure, there's gonna be those little nuances, but at the end of the day. Again, like somebody is going to come to you because they want to work with you specifically and vice versa. You should be wanting to try to market yourself to work with the people you want to work with. And sometimes too, you know, you're just staring at a blank website wall where, okay, you see a person's face. Great. They, they write a little bit about themselves, but if they find you, they like your work. They see that you're engaging and nice. They are probably, they probably have jobs probably think all architects charge around the same they might just choose you they might just choose you and it's y- done they might just choose you and there's one people are you know and everybody's got to like hold an ace up their sleeve and you know play cards and like oh yeah we you know yes we're, we're interviewing other people and everybody everybody's got to go through the motions but at the end of the day i think a lot of people when they come to us and they watch those videos first they've they've already at least made up a large portion portion of their mind yep. and who they're going to go with the other thing i wanted to uh give, bring everybody's attention to because i know we do have some people that use thumbtack um and some people that don't but the, they've completely revamped the interface such that there's two ways basically that clients come to you i've already described the first the other way is you have to now start to like log into the website a little bit more. And for some reason, I'm not getting notifications because now all of a sudden, Al is trying to look at my computer. Right here up on top, you can go to requests. And like I had like five or six stacked up that you can respond to. So it's sort of like back to the traditional way where I would get, I would say, you have, a, it would, yeah, I would get an email and it would say, you would have an interested customer. And then, then the customer would like kind of describe what they're going to do. And then you could respond to them. And that was, I think, harder to capture people. So it still is. <laughs> like, even with these requests, I haven't gotten any callbacks from them. The ones that have been super successful lately are the ones where, oh, they uh, this customer wants to talk to you right away. Like, there's, I think people have already sort of, if they want to talk to you at that point, like, I wonder how many people they've already screened. Yeah. And look through their profiles and everything and go like, nope, just going to talk to them. Yeah. So my recommendation, I think keep trying both if you're, if you're, if you're using Thumbtack, 
But uh, and but I would love to hear your feedback if you are getting the same results we are of the the, the scheduled appointments versus the responding. So yeah. that's all that's all I got for. Hey, I've been getting live emails back, and people have just been emailing me, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> so, okay, I have a question for you. Uh, this this question has come up. It's from a, li- a listener to the podcast and also thinking about getting our template system. Uh, Bryn Young. Um, she's out of San Diego, has her own firm, does, does cool work, residential work. I like that name. Yeah. Uh, so... It, it, it's this is a similar question, so I'm I'm gonna think what I, I'm gonna say what I think is a solution, but I'm gonna ask you first. So they know Revit, been doing you know four, five, six projects in it, remodels, maybe even more than that. So um, she's o- always organizing her template. Each project helps improve the template, but it still needs molding. I'm interested in your firm's template, template, and your Revit tutorials. Um, but oh, and and she just trained herself basically, wasn't trained, you know in any traditional sense. Okay. Um, but I don't know if it would be worth it for me. Uh, is it more for the beginner? So do you have an answer for that? Is our template more for a seasoned veteran or a beginner? And the videos, because I think they're two different. There's two different answers there. <sighs> so how about this? We have had um, all sorts of employees come through, people that have had a ton of experience that and they have they have a ton of experience and that they've known Revit, um, and then I think we've had people who are completely green and then people that are in the middle, and our, the most success we've had with anybody is saying, "Here's how we do Revit. Here's how we here's how we suggest learning Revit." So at the end of the day, I think I think it's a it, it there is it's not about experience. It's about do you really want to use Revit in the right way. And I think we do use it in the right way. Well, that's where I was getting at is that's what I, that's, that's why I asked you is because, okay, if you know Revit, you'll know most of these commands, but are you using it the way that we're using it where you have separated facade walls versus regular walls, separated ceilings versus floors? Um, you know, the, this, this whole system that, that is kind of set up. So my first answer to that was, I think the template is definitely worth it for anyone because you're going to look in there and you're going to find things like how we set up our 3D views for structures for these other things that you're going to implement. Even the way going to be even the way if you like if you're in a floor plan view and you change from coarse to medium to fine, uh, the template right out of the box for for from Autodesk doesn't allow you to go to like a presentation style view. Ours already has that all built in. Right. So I think there's nuances to ours that that. We, you know, we'd have to like literally go in and sit and write down and think about it. I can't do it off the, on the fly. Yeah. But that would be valuable when you put them all together. But then to, to get the power of the template, I think you'd have to take the courses. Right. But I don't think people will want to because be like, I already know how to do some of this stuff. So, but if you already, here's the thing. If you don't know Revit, if, if you're just like, okay, I'm going to make the jump from cat. I, I think it's going to take you three times as long to go through the the tutorials as it does as it is as somebody who already knows Revit. So it's going to take you a third of the time. So that's the way I, I like to think about it. Well, one of our guys did the, the cabin tutorial in like two days and that's like a third of a semester for students. Yeah. That's where somebody did it in like one day, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and some of the feedback we've got from people who have already, do already know Revit and they've t- and then they take our course. So they, they are their employees that come in and they go, They'll give us honest feedback, and they'll go like, "There was a lot of stuff I didn't I didn't realize uh, that you could do, and it made me quicker." He's like, "This is it was like 
great. That was good. That was yeah. really good. We haven't heard anybody say like it was a waste of time. You know what I think is helpful to people too, and maybe I'll I'm just gonna include it in the VIP package now, is that you get a pick or we can talk about the example files that that you get. Because what's crazy is that I was talking to my buddy from college about our Mark II project because I sent him all the files. And he's he's uh manages construction like hospital stuff like that. And you drew the C D set. And normally you draw houses, not uh, townhouses, meaning I'm better at you at townhomes. Clearly. Than that. So clearly. So I didn't think too much about the drawings. You know, I liked them. They were good. They're F9 standards. Like I wasn't it, it seemed normal to me. And he's like, these are the clearest drawings ever. Who said sorry, say it. Who said one more time? My buddy. That, oh. My buddy down in Denver. Yeah. Yep. Um he's like, they're just so clean and clear. And it, it take like every time, like I, I bet you once a quarter I get that feedback about our I, I think I would say it's once a quarter on our side too and what's really interesting is when we get lumberyards and people who are doing material takeoffs who yep. are you know because I think those people are really scrutinizing drawings because they have to understand every inch and everything like that you know like honestly the subcontractors don't a lot like a lot of them don't really have to look that deep into it even though maybe they should when we get those compliments back from lumberyards and I go like this is these are some of the best plans I've ever seen I'm yeah. like well there you go yeah. So, so there's there's that caveat to add to it. Well, and what I was going to add is that if you get the VIP package, which is a little bit more, like this lady, let's say she got it. She does houses and multifamily. Okay, we'll send you a multifamily example so that you can see what it's like. Then we'll give you a, a you know one of our good houses and, and, and something else so that you can really hone it. Because I think then it, 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 it's if you only take, I, I would suggest taking our template and then modifying to make it yours. But let's just say you only took four to six things from our template and implemented it into yours and then looked at it, the examples and, and see how it was organized and how, how it was clean. Just the exponential growth on the hours that you're going to save is, is, is worth it. Is 100% worth it. Absolutely. Yep. 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 It's worth it. It's totally worth it. I, but I still think, you know, you can't because one of our other questions was. Up, you know, they continuously update. Uh, understand that if you buy ours, you should also you should make it your own, one hundred percent. I think ours is just like it be, it's like if you buy a set of Legos, okay, and then you it has instructions for how to build something. Well, make the Lego set your own as well. Yep, yep, exactly. So this kind of transitions into we were at lunch yesterday, um, and we were talking about Lakewood and how we went through a multifamily project there. And then basically some things were stuck in the mud and basically we have a great time with Lakewood, great relationship with them. Um, and it was this, this trial and error and how, you know, we need to be the ones in Longmont to somehow help and make it better. So then we were talking about, okay, how, how do we do that? And then how do, how do we do that? Not only just actually in everything building, Mm -hmm. meaning not just architecture, but, um, affordable housing and then, like, they're the laws that they make with planning and open space and how that affects everything. And it was hilarious because the guy sitting behind us... <laughs> sitting behind Al, yeah. ...was the open space, one of the open space directors or something at, at Longmont. And he said, I, I didn't mean to, you know, uh, eavesdrop. Eavesdrop, yeah. But, but, you know, I was, and I, he just wanted to introduce himself. So we have a meeting with him, you know, in a couple of weeks. And I was telling my wife, like, the, I was telling my wife this, and she goes, there's not coincidences. You're meant to have that meeting. She would say that. Yeah. 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 And he's very woo-woo, 
which is good. Yes. We've talked about the woo-woo before, and it's real. Uh, it is meant to be. I think it is. That was hilarious. You yeah. know why? Why? I wasn't even going to go. Remember that? I was like, oh. I don't know. I got to sit down. I've been running around all morning. I think I went to Denver in the morning. Yeah, I went to Denver in the morning at a meeting. And, and I looked in your eyes and I said, Indian food. Indian food, exactly. And I said, sure. yes, oh. yes. Oh. Curry, curry, go. curry. Got to go. So that's what we did. Uh, so so now, we have a, so now we have a meeting with them, right? Yep. Yep. You didn't reply, but it's next Wednesday at 2. Yeah. No, no, two Wednesdays. Yeah, I saw that. Two Wednesdays. Cool. Do we also have a meeting with Nick right now? We do. He's going to read to us. Here we go with Nick Reads. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. At the highest level, there are three propositions essential to the success of a strategy. The value proposition, the profit proposition, and the people proposition. For any strategy to be successful and sustainable, an organization must develop an offering that attracts buyers. It must create a business model that enables the company to make money out of its offering. And it must motivate the people working for or with the company to execute the strategy. While good strategy content is based on a compelling value proposition, for buyers with a robust profit proposition for the organization, sustainable strategy execution is based largely on a motivating people proposition. Motivating people requires more than overcoming organizational hurdles and winning people's trust with fair process. It also rests on aligned and fair incentives. Once again, an excerpt from the Blue Ocean Strategy. Alexa, play Jump Around. Toodles. So, jump Around. Yeah. Um, they had the, the process, you know, the, the profit. And then I think that links with how your pro- process is, you know, because how you run your firm will lead to what your profit is. Yeah. But that also leads to your people proposition. So they want to be engaged in meaningful meaningful work and all that. But they also want to be competent in what they do and they don't want to be hung out to drive to dry. So are your people trained? Is there a system? Do they know what's going on? Are they competent? All that will help if some firms don't have what you consider is your goal in, in university. Oh, we're going to do star architecture. We're going to, or we're going to do something for the poor. Oh, you're going to do, then you realize you're going to do regular work and regular work is fine. And regular work is great. But if you think about your profit from your process and making your process great so that your people are actually like work instead of nervous or scared in work or don't know what they're doing. Don't know what they're doing. I think is the, one of the biggest issues just have people just spinning their wheels and being unconfident and, and then not being able to take extreme ownership yep. is critical. The other, the other thing I'd layer on top of that is I think when we say it, we say it over and over again is <clears throat> leading by example. And then if you make a mistake, own it. And I think you, so if you're, if you're in Alex and I's position and let's say you're working closely with one of your project managers, project designers, whatever, somebody who's it's just you two working on a project together, you three, it doesn't, you know, we just we just had this happen on a project 
all of a sudden somebody went to go field verify something. The clients were there, and then they go, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna do, we're gonna vault this, and we're gonna vault this too." And my drafts, my my lead designer calls me and he goes, "Hey, did you ever hear them say that?" And I go, "Yeah, but I thought they cut that out of the budget. I thought they were done with that." And he goes, "Nope." And I go, "Okay, well, I'll call them and I'll tell them that hey, we're just gonna be delayed a week, but we're happy to do it." And I think you have to like. If you can show your employees that you're doing that you're doing that, and like, it's not it's not even taking a fall; it's just taking ownership of the situation and going. Here's how we're going to solve the problem. Yeah, and then nobody got nobody nobody was in, nobody got thrown under the mud in that situation. And the clients actually called me and they go, "Hey, no problem. It, yeah, we just we just wanted to make sure it got done. No problem. We'll, we'll get it done." Yep. The only thing it's going to make it's just going to make our engineer go, "Oh, I have to go back into this project." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, funny, he already funny. got paid ahead of time, so there. Yeah. I, I was sending him a list of, of my projects, and once I put a list, I was like, holy cow, there's a lot. And then I forgot, halfway through, I was like, oh, I forgot about one of the biggest ones, also this one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rock and roll. Thank you, Nick. Um, and yes, jump It's always on. great listening to it's you. It's always the best. It's always the best. I wish he would read to us. After you put your kids to sleep, Nick, can you just call us and we'll do a three-way phone call and you just read us, read oh, to us and we'll go to sleep? That'd be great. I put in my headphones. Just pick up a book. It'd be great. It would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's do ARE Jeopardy with the boys. Let's bring them in. All right. I'm going to give you guys a tip before we even get started. Um, I would say don't think... When you're answering the question, what is the right answer? Think, what answer does the question want? Does that make any sense? What wow. question? What answer wow. does the question want? That's I don't know if Lance and I can mimic it, but that's that's what switched my brain over uh, when I was doing these. Okay, question number one: the term "responsible bidder" refers to someone who a has satisfactorily completed the bidding requirements. B, bids instead of their drunk friend bidding. C, guarantees project completion per the contract documents. Or D, demonstrates financial capacity to perform the contracted work. Responsible bidder. A, has satisfactorily completed the bidding requirements. B, bids instead of their drunk friend. C, guarantees project completion per the contract documents. D, demonstrates financial capacity to perform the contracted work. This is an interesting one. Okay, D, 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 you are all correct. Wow, congratulations. So that was demonstrated financial capacity to perform the contracted work. The one that was maybe tricky was have satisfactory completed the bidding requirements. That's a responsive bidder, right? B was a, that's drunk drive, drunk, drunk bidder. Uh, Okay. Question number two, maybe take notes on this one. Type one construction allows for, so this is a concept level question. A, increase occupants at a increased cost, B, decreased height and area limitations, C, decreased occupancies and decreased costs, D, increased variety of structural materials. 
Type 1 construction allows for. How interesting. So you want me to go again? Okay. A. Increase occupants at an increased cost. B. Decrease height and area limitations. C. Decrease occupancies, occupants and decrease costs. D. Increased variety of structural materials. Tough one. Tough one, guys. Tough one. What do we got? B, B, D. It is A. Why so is it A, Al? Okay, so it's increased occupancies at an increased cost. So if you think of from type 1 to type 5, right? Type 5, you can have more people because you have sturdier, stronger, less fire, uh, more fireproof materials, concrete, right? So it's a higher cost, increased cost, and more occupancies. If you go down the scale to type 5, it's decreased occupants, so you can't have as much, and decreased cost because it's just wood stick frame. Yep. Cheapest. So, yep. So type five is the cheapest. Type one with the less people. Type one is most expensive with the most amount of people. Uh, so decreased height. So you can have, since it's fire, you can have a skyscraper. De- decreased height and, and area, area limitations. No, no, no. Decreased height and area De- but but decreased height would, would throw you off. It's not decreased height. So I thought it was decreased height limitations. Oh, decreased decrease height and area limitations. So less limitations. Yeah. Decrease. Okay, let me let me read this again. So type one construction allows for. I'll just pretend like it's the answer. Decreased height and area limitations. Nah, I still read it the way you wrote it. Yeah. That, uh, but I get, I do. But nobody, nobody got that, right? No one got it. Okay. So I do understand. Yep. So um, it wouldn't. And then de- C is decreased occupants and decreased cost. So it's not decreased cost. Right. Because you went over that. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, D is uh, increased variety of structural materials. That's not true. It's it, it's just simply false. But Mark, to your point. Um, this is where I think this might help you. What I said in the beginning is what does the question want? So go back to the question and, and you look at a oh, increase. Uh, you know what I mean? Like in context, again. in context, then it makes sense in individuals that could flip either way. Rock and roll. All right. Now on to the Lance questions, which are even better. Yeah. Uh, number three, what is a horizontal member used to support a structure above, such as one of the wood strips, such as, as one of the wood strips between a concrete slab and a finished floor, wood floor known as A, stripping, B, sleepers, C, sandwiching, D, stackers. Dang it, Al, you, you renumbered these on accident. I, I know, it's totally accident. Okay, so I'm going re- to read the question one more time. Number three, what is a horizontal member used to support a structure above, such as one of the wood strips between a concrete slab and a finished wood floor known as A, stripping, B, sleepers, C, sandwiching, D, stackers? Ross is wearing a necklace. I okay, what do we got? Al, read them off. B, B, B. The answer is B. Congratulations. You did not get tricked by stackers or sandwiching or stripping, all of which are completely made up. (laughs) Did you almost? 
No. Stackers. Stackers. What a silly. Stackers. All right. Number four. What is the chemical combination of a substance with oxygen which may cause corrosion or tarnishing in metals known as? A, rusting, B, corrosion, C, degradation, D, rustification. One more time. What is the chemical combination of a substance with oxygen which may cause corrosion or tarnishing in metals known as? A, rusting, B, corrosion, C, degradation, D, rustification. Best answers ever. In the world. So we're all tied. <laughs> Everyone has one right. Nice. So You want me to repeat them? A, rusting, B, corrosion, C, degradation, D, rustification. <laughs> all right. Come on. A, B, B. B is the answer. B is the answer. So, uh, And here's why it's tricky is because... The Rust- word is in the definition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rusting is, is is a form of corrosion, right? Yeah. So that that's what it is. Degradation, I just made it up. Rustification, completely made up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I giggle when I make these, just so you know. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Bonus are we, time. Are, are we, we tied? Two. Oh, we got a tie. We got a tie. No. Here we go. All right. All right. Bonus question. What is the movement of water to the surface of freshly cast concrete known as? A, seepage. B, hydration. C, bleeding. D, saturation. What is the movement of water to the surface of freshly cast concrete known as? A, seepage, B, hydration, C, bleeding, D, saturation. I wish you didn't put the answers on it. I don't know if I would have... I would have said something else, maybe. Really? Possibly. But I don't know, because I can see the answer. Yeah, I made this one especially tricky. Good. Okay, what do we got? What do we got? A and C. The correct answer is C. Bleeding. Bleeding. Yep. Hydration. Which one did you guess? Hydration. Seepage. Seepage, Seepage totally made up. Completely made up that term, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, exactly. So the made up word was seepage. <laughs> Saturation is. Uh, it op- sounds like it could be. Oh, it's hilarious. That's a, this is my. This is like a talent you guys don't even know about. I can make yeah. up these words. And that saturation, obviously, like Mark nailed it. Okay, that one's a layup. Like I can just cross that one out. And then the tricky one, hydration, is it, that hydration. Remember, like that's how concrete hardens. So you could maybe get that confused if you started panicking. But in the end, it was bleeding. Yep. A seepage. <laughs> it makes what? just complete. Oh, it was bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, no. capillary action. No, yeah. So there you go. Congratulations. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. A couple shout outs. Uh, 30 by 40 uh, design workshop on YouTube. That's Eric Reinholds. Just Google all those words together. You'll get it. Um, he puts together great videos. Andre Architect Community. Always shout out to all those guys over there. Um, Revit rocketship.com. That's where you can get your Revit training tutorials um, and templates. So go there. And what else you got, Lance? Al Gore, you know. 
Find your favorite. Find your favorite podcast episode of Inside the Firm. Share it with your mom. Share it with your grandma. Share find your favorite buddy that has you know hasn't listened to it. Yeah. His name's probably Cole. Yep. Brian or Michelle. One of those three. And share it with them. Tell them, say, hey, just, you know, this weekend, Brian, give it a shot. Listen to this. Give it a shot. Buddy. I, I just heard this one great piece of advice. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but those guys are going to tell you what it is. And, uh, it. And, then if you, and then if you like that episode, maybe you should share it with your other grandma. Yeah. Kathy. There you go. <laughs> Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye.